If you like this podcast, please support it by visiting patreon.com slash witchpolice. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Yo, what's good? This is Egg, Elevation for the Greater Good, live with Witch Police Radio. Check us out. Salute the dawn, Godfather rich inside these songs. Now I wonder if they'll stand the test of time, cause if my crew's still starving, then it's back to seeing cops come rolling by. Back lanes serving pockets of that shine. From where our clubs get shot up all the time, it's news to inform your partners doing time. Stash and wait in the compartment of his ride. Still remember man's moving out and in that seventh floor apartment at the time. Pray to God that it don't change him. Pray to God that I might save him, Luca Brasi. If you're moving, fish is costly. Lavish is outlandish to me, man, but watch me. Been out here banging drums like this Apache. Soon enough, it's villas with my Loxley. Few have asked the question, but I guarantee you that this music balances my sanity. Some say it's risky, but I say it's challenging. Losing is not an option if you're asking me. I disregard these meetings that concern you, Salvatore Tessio, still talking blasphemy. This ain't the last of me, therefore don't never question what my business is. Just talk to Anthony, and man, I hate to put that on him. But there's only few to trust, and that's the truth. Ain't got no crooked lines inside this group. They all tell mans I'm ridden codes from out the booth. They had to cut me loose. All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, we are in a barbershop in the West End, and uh, we're talking to uh, someone who has been on the show before, but kind of a different context. Um, yes, sir. This is uh, the second appearance of Egg from 3 Beat. Yep. And we're talking to you today, I guess, about uh, mainly about your solo record, which uh, came out kind of at the end of the year and sort of snuck in uh, right before the year. Yeah. Kind of close. Yeah. So uh, I'm regular host Sam, as usual. Uh, Ryan, Ryan co-hosting here. All right. Sure. As usual, most, yeah. of, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Cool. Part time. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so your, your album's called Alberstone. Yeah. Uh, you put it out, like, December, end of November. Uh, end of November, yeah, November 27th. Okay, and that was, like, pretty close to, I mean, not too far of a distance between the 3 p release and yeah. your, yours as well. So yeah, what, was the, uh, what was the reason for, for doing that so quickly? Had you been working on it? Yeah, I was, uh, it was, um, to be honest, I started, like, curating the idea for the album, like, back in... June. Okay. So just before the summer had started, me and Anthony had gotten tracks recorded, like maybe one or two tracks recorded. But um, by the release of the 3PDP, like there was too much 3P stuff going on. So like I didn't have a lot of also life and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I didn't have a lot of time to kind of focus on it. But by September, after the EP release and everything, uh, I sat down with Anthony. I was like, "Look, man, I want to drop it on the 27th," which the date's significant because it's my mom's birthday. Okay. So okay. November 27th is my mom's birthday. So like, it was like 
it was make it or break it. Like if I didn't set a date, like and we all love to hate deadlines, right? Yeah, yeah, like totally. so, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. like to set the deadline. I had a two like a, about a two month period to finish it all. Okay. So like no real reason as to why it came so close. I think just I felt that I was ready to drop a solo album, and I think that I had I had all like everything kind of laid out. And it laid out like it, it went the way it was laid out. You know? Okay, that makes yeah, sense so for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, we're in the West End right now. Alverstone is a, I guess, a well-known street in the, in the neighborhood. I hope so. I'm assuming that's the there's a, there's the there's actually street. there's actually a lot of history with the street uh, for anyone who knows it. But like, yeah, like um, Ness Ness and uh, Emerson from uh, Shades. Yeah, they both uh, actually gave me some knowledge about like before my time oh really like but, uh, activity they, on Emerson yeah like so like uh, yeah, yeah 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 so like uh, just some little information but like Alverstone apparently had a crew like a group of dudes called the Alverstone Posse oh really so I was like they're like have you not heard of the Alverstone Posse I was like what are you talking I about, ask Ness about that, yeah so I asked Ness about it and, yeah. and yeah like they said it was just like you know it was a crew of homies and stuff or whatever and they used to just like have crazy house parties on Alverstone so apparently there's a lot of history that stems back even way before yeah, my yeah, time yeah, yeah. but it makes it that much more special because well, people can relate to it I just want to pick hip hop too because I know the Dejale brothers had a band called, band Alverstone, called Alverstone, Alverstone right? Yeah, yeah. Rock sure, yeah. Band awesome. Alverstone and it was named after because they were living on there too and I assume it would have been like a a large house party situation. Yeah, that was like what early two thousands, I think that was. Yeah, maybe yeah. crazy. Nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, 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 I remember them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't know that. So yeah, I mean, more yeah. history, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So why why that street for you though? Like, what was the uh, significance of the street for you? Where I live, where I'm still currently living, raised in that house, and I think just that street alone, like, was it was like I say it at the end of the album, but like it's where I took my first walks of life. Like, yeah, yeah. Anybody that like knows. Uh, like Winnipeg there's no it's not like like in t to compare it's not like New York it's not like boroughs right. but like you know every every borough in New York some any like artist that came out of each borough had such an amazing story but they always represented where they were from for sure definitely yeah. so yeah like with Win with Winnipeg I always feel like you know it's the ends where yeah. which end are you yeah. from yeah. right so like North West, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, so yeah. like with Alverstone it was like it was like I just had to I had to name the album that in order for in, in order just to push the representation of like where I'm from, yeah, everything yeah. like growing up. So I think our West End tends to breed a lot of uh, good arts as well because it's it's a lower income neighborhood as well, right? Absolutely. And when you don't have shit, you you make shit, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I yeah I feel like the, also the di the diversity uh, yeah, absolutely, in yeah. in the West End like you know all these all these different establishments you see like driving down Sargent and Ellis it's like I mean you see already so much like multiculturalism and like you see like every uh yeah you see every at least you know kid out here trying to make something out of themselves yeah. if you know you know they're not playing sports they're either trying to you know do music or like and you see yeah, it so much more often or, whatever, or yeah, yeah visuals yeah, so, anything yeah, yeah. yeah like so anything in the well, arts this this podcast started yeah. in the west end oh I actually, actually? Dominion, yeah and we we did the first episode was there you go yeah, first yeah see, exactly yeah. it's just yeah. like yeah i feel like you, you can stem back way further like nerios from the west end there's tons you got, of people, yeah, yeah you know yeah. there's so many yeah. cats that i know that that i that i either grown up with or like have seen since yeah, totally. I was young you know totally. so like yeah it's it's dope it is cool it's yeah. dope and like do you think it's important to uh, I mean if someone's listening to it and they've never been to Winnipeg they don't necessarily know the geography right. do you think that it uh, naming the album that and having that kind of uh, that kind of content do you think that kind of Gives them a sense of place for Winnipeg, maybe that because you know you listen to an album from New York. There's no Wu Tang album, right? I mean, right. Staten Island is a thing. I've never been to Staten Island, but I know 
of it. I know the, the mythology of it, right. the Shaolin and stuff, right? Like, yeah. you think that in naming the album after a street in this neighborhood, do you think it kind of represents a, a place? Absolutely. For- yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I feel like, I mean, that that's, in, like, I made the album in hopes for it to do that. You know what I mean? Like, again, yeah, like, why, why Big was so amazing in Brooklyn. I mean, he represented so well, you know, like, Jay-Z, Nas for Queens, and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, everybody who, like, had to represent their borough. But, like, with naming it Alverstone, I feel like, a lot of MCs, again, I think we talked about this last time, but a lot of MCs always pull the I got the city on my back card. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, represent Winnipeg. Like, it's like, I get it, man. Like, I get it. It's it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm throwing shade at it. It's just like, I feel in order for people to understand the city, they need to understand where you know, I, where, where I think it starts for the artist. Yeah, it starts in the city, but like where? Anyone can be like, oh, Winnipeg. Oh yeah, like Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, or people be like, where the fuck is Winnipeg? <laughs> but like, I mean, I feel like for me, it's like, at least it'll be as deeply rooted. So it could be like, what's Alverstone? Oh, Alverstone's a street. Okay, that's yeah. just where this guy probably lived. Where okay, is that? Where is that? Yeah. Oh, it's in the West End. Okay, awesome, the West End, but where? There's West Ends all over the world. Okay, yeah. West End where? <laughs> Winnipeg, where's Winnipeg? Yeah. You know, at least that it could stem that way. As opposed to me being like, yeah, I'm from Winnipeg. Well, you don't know where that is. And, like, <laughs> and then go further and be like, oh, I'm from the West End, Alverstone Street. And yeah. you're still like, I don't know. Like, you know. Play it backwards. Yeah, it's playing it yeah. backwards. And like I, felt like, I felt like at least by, again, using the street name, it was going to be like, okay. Like, it's almost just, this, you, you wonder what it is. Like, what is it? What yeah. is it? You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah Winnipeg has been seen, you know. Around the world, Any, still. Anybody right. from the city, though, yeah. immediately you hear, you know where Alverstone. Yeah, most people, yeah. you don't know precisely. Yeah, most people, you know yeah. mm. you know what's in the West End. Yeah, yeah coming for from sure. not Winnipeg, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I guess it's ambiguous enough, ambiguous enough too that if someone sees the name on the album, they don't. They're like, oh, what's that? What's an Alverstone? Yeah, like, exactly. Like they, you're questioning it, and like that's what I love about it is, is that people just you look at the album and you're like, well, what is this? Yeah. it's just like it's captivating. You're just like, uh, or you're like, you're just like. Mm. And then you want, and then you click it, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this is what it is." Yeah, like, dope. Yeah. So cool. yeah, I felt that that was necessary for me to have to like name it that. There was like no other name. It was actually supposed to be originally. The album was originally supposed to be called the Alverstone Al Capone. Okay. So yeah, like backstory behind that was uh, just because like story of Al Capone is so great and him smuggling alcohol all the way up into Moose Jaw. Yeah, it's like, through it's yeah. through, and he came through Winnipeg. Yeah, like, yeah. so there's, there's moments of him, like apparently stories of him, like when he would need to take away from Chicago, he would go up to like, Lake Winnipeg and oh, really? go fishing. Like or through something. those tunnels and shit? Like, yeah, like, or like, well, just like he, I, however he got yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. But like, this is just history, like word of mouth. But like, yeah, I mean like, regardless, I think the story of Al Capone is, again, like I'm such a huge mob movie fan, like, and I love like, just mob everything, like yeah, mafia yeah. shit. Yeah. So yeah, like I felt like um, I was like, yo, I'm the, you know, I'm smuggling dope underground hip hop music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Alverstone, Al- exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it was originally supposed to be that, but I think it was a bigger statement for me to, you know, stop the mob stuff for now. Right. Don't don't apply it to the album name and just leave it as classy as Alverstone. It just sounds it's like rolls off the tongue, you know. No, not to you know continually bring it back to three P because I mean obviously they're they're two separate projects. But they're, they're clearly related. I mean yeah. the work you're doing solo as well as the work you're doing with the group. What do you think of the main differences between this this record and the three P record, or your contributions to the three P record? Uh, I felt in the three P, in the three P D P, it was like bringing a lot of um, still like I mean I, I think we're all, all three of us are very like deeply rooted with with like writing and, and storytelling. 
And I think like that's a dope lane that we have is like we're kind of very versatile in that way where we can really like get a party jump in or we can give you some very, you know, conscious shit. Yeah. But like I felt on the three peat record, Jive was the solo track I had. And I not like I love soulful jazz music. I love shit you can dance to. Um but I felt like on the e on the three PDP I had to really give a party vibe. I wanted to give a party vibe on that on that record, right? But with Alverstone, it was more again like there's still my personal story that I think people, you know, you don't have to know it, but I mean like I think that for me to put it out there, it's like there's still this side of egg that I mean aside from three peat, it's like this is my story though, right. my individual lane where I came out of the things that I saw and heard and did and experienced growing up, right? So I think the difference really is just like. I applied more of what I had felt uh, emotionally, so you can hear it in the album. There's yeah, yeah, so sure. much more emotion in that in the, in the in Alverstone, and like, yeah, I just felt like there's times where you can be in a party vibe, but there's also times and I think moments where people just need somebody to relate to. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. that's where it becomes a really like, you know, a very um, like set reality for people because it's like, man, anyone from Winnipeg can. Totally be like, oh, hey, Winnipeg, it's so small, nothing to do. I'm like, yeah, like, I feel you on that. But also, like, I mean, why we love it so much is because the people. We love the people yeah, that are sure. here. Family, friends, whatever it is. But we always forget that, yeah, sometimes you run into issues with family. You run into issues with friends. And anyone in the world can relate to that. But, I mean, in Winnipeg, it's like sometimes the cluster is so small that maybe it's a blessing that, like, it's the city isn't as big as a Toronto or Vancouver because it's like, man, maybe my music can reach out to all these people, right. you know? And like, I think like that was the difference is like, I, th I know with three Pete, we bring more of a, we harness more of a different energy, which isn't necessarily just a party vibe, but we can harness that type of, you know, record as opposed to me. It's like, I'm more, this album was me buried in a box and I had to actually like really draw out experiences where, you know, maybe I wasn't a good person or blah, 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 right. this and that. I, relationships and and then it's like okay well like because this is my reality so this is the most i could give and in hopes that people can relate to that you know right and yeah. i guess because it's your record you you, have, you just have more space to elaborate right absolutely yeah yeah exactly i had such a i had such a amazing palette like i could, had to, all these different flavors and uh, all these different like i yeah i had a lot of room to like add those emotions add those right. add that content that substance and like yeah i, I think i to do 10, well, to do like, you know, eight tracks plus an intro, outro, it's like, I didn't know that that's how much I was going to, it was like, oh, I'm going to do an EP at yeah. first. And then like, see, it becomes what Once you start you know, letting it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just, it just, you vomit, <laughs> you're vomiting out. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, Egg's really good at that. He can just vomit <laughs> out how he feels, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what's, that, that's sometimes what lacks in, in like, uh, you know, in writing in general, I just feel like people can sometimes not explain themselves fully. And I'm, I'm guilty as charged. I'm bad at sometimes explaining myself to people, explaining myself to like people in like in person. But when I write, it's like, that's my moment. I can really get clarity and just like write exactly how I feel. And then the music kind of will help me yeah. get it out better than if I were just me and you sitting just down having a conversation. Having yeah. a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So like, but I feel like in writing though, and like in, and applying it to music, I feel like that's where I'm really strong. Uh, and this album, I think you hear that a lot about like, you know, just certain, it could be about anything that yeah. I was talking about, but I feel like 
people hear it and they're like, yeah, you know, they, they can get it. For sure, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I noticed from listening, I mean, I don't know if this is something you did uh, consciously or if it's just something I'm hearing as a listener, but um, I, and I, and I like this too, what I'm about to explain, but yeah, yeah. It, it sounded a lot like um, in a number of the songs that you were rapping fairly aggressively, but the beats never got aggressive, like the yeah. drums especially. Yeah. Like, it'd be, you know, it'd be very jazzy and very uh, kind of, mm. but the vocals kind of, the, the, the juxtaposition of the, the vocals and the, and the beat was, it was really cool because yeah. you're almost expecting this drums kick in really hard at certain points and then it just didn't happen. It doesn't happen. But the vocals can do that. Was that like a conscious thing you were trying to do or? Yeah, I think like for me, I think that's, and I think that's where my individual style shows. Like I love, like the samples that were chosen from like on the album and like, or that were used, sorry. Like all of them provided that sound for me so that my voice didn't have to always stay in like in the like underneath the beat right like my voice if anything it was great that i mean some of the tracks i wish were better edited and i mean that's again it, that's everybody's gonna everyone's always yeah, made, yeah exactly like, Fuck, i wish i had changed that one thing. exactly yeah. and like that's how that's how me and anthony had felt when we were uh doing the mixing before sending it out to mastering but like i felt like at least if my at least if the beats were calm and like kind of on that calming yeah. level, it's like, then then that's more room for my lyrics to really resonate with people, right? So it was just like, I mean, there, I think there were certain tracks where the intentions were there, but like, I think there were other certain tracks where again, it was just the organic nature of hearing something and being like, okay, well, how do I feel on this, right. you know? And then one thing led to another, but I feel like that's something that a lot of people had pointed out was like the beats, it was so smooth. Yeah. But I think the emotion, again, emotion, the feelings that you got from the lyrics and the writing, I think people were just like, yeah, like you hit a certain place that, you know, it's like hard for people to open up in that sense, I guess. But yeah, I, I felt like, like I needed to make room for my voice so that my voice could be heard and that the beats can be you can still it's driving music so many people yeah. are like yo anytime i'm anytime i'm listening to the album i'm driving it's nighttime you know and i'm like yeah because that's what i would do you know right, what i mean right, and like right. yeah again that's why like everyone who had been on the production for the album it's like including myself like i really had to like hone into what i wanted to create in terms of a style okay so yeah was what, what were the vo uh, lyrics and vocals written after the beats were made or before or? uh yeah very different times some were Right after they were made, I was just already in the okay. in the books. Uh, some I had to have sent. Some we had to actually load up into Logic, edit, and then bounce down. But while all that was happening, I was writing on the side. Okay. Obviously, okay. that's like something I just... It's like impossible for me not to hear something. And I'm just kind of thinking already about like premeditating yeah, yeah. Yeah. certain lines. But uh, yeah, I think there were moments where it was very different for each song. Um, but yeah, usually how I like to work is to have the song, the beat done, as much as it can get done, right. and then that way I can at least write to it, and then we can go back and edit everything, right? Flight minus 40 below on the Fahrenheit. I catch flames on a careless mic out here pondering that sound. You've been known to cherish like a purist. 
Lately it's been falling to the culture like some tourists I'm not in shade when it's sunny out We've been conditioned through these lanes called the money route The counterfeit to love me now Taking chances like card games, betting rummy down You know this egg is never runny, never running out Size up Goliath on some sly shit I'm yelling timber when my rhymes hit I consider this timeless Spent $12 on that wine tip Pull up a glass, raise a toast To completing a project from out my past Where's my watch gone? I wouldn't put this out if it had not wrong Question why the blackboard's empty Man, where's the chalk, dog? Constructing lyrics like the city's got us blocked off On different stages Nothing changes when I walk off huh. Some want the fortune but they need the fame in exchange for the love when I don't feel the same Don't think our definition of love ever deals the change I'm just focusing on me, now you feel some way? Some want the fortune but in need of fame In exchange for the love when I don't feel the same Don't think our definition of love ever deals the change I'm just focusing on me, now you feel some way? I told y'all Raffalino rest in peace A chapter written in the casket just to say the least I'm always fortunate I crafted what you claim is me It's like y'all quick to switch up on a rapper from the Maple Leaf I've been representing power through the folks Already down that 50 milli stopped abusing coke Not ashamed when y'all staring at computer phones This brain of mine has been designed to be removing clones It's post work, watch me measure heights surpassing limits Your growth spurt, can't compare the work to how I'm living My nose hurts, and I've learned I ain't the coward giving My life away to bullshit, all I ask is distance Swiftly analyze a liar, you ain't asking questions Didn't know church was in session, so I'm in confession Well... I gotta say it's disappointing when your man's ain't really on it On some real dodgy comments like Some want the fortune but in need of fame In exchange for the love when I don't feel the same Don't think our definition of love ever deals the change I'm just focusing on me, now you feel some way? Some want the fortune but in need of fame In exchange for the love when I don't feel the same Don't think our definition of love ever deals the change I'm just focusing on me, now you feel some way Feel some way Is there a, as far as performing this stuff, I mean, I know 3 p has been pretty busy playing a lot of shows. Yeah. Do you have opportunity to do any of these songs in that context, or are you planning on doing some solo shows, things like that? Yeah, no, um, we actually, the New Year's show we, we released, well, I was able to perform two of the song, two songs off the album. Cool. Uh, we did The Cavern on Saturday, this past Saturday, um, which was an amazing show too, and I got to do, again, same set list as New Year's. So, uh, people have gotten a taste of the new, of the album, but, uh, do I plug it? Yeah. Okay. I'm just like, should I? Or yeah, is this episode good? Yeah. No, uh, no, we'll delete that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I am doing a solo show February 10th. Uh, it's going to be at the Goodwill. Um, more info to follow. Cool. But um, yeah, so the solo album will, you will get a full listen with extra stuff. Oops. It's all good. Speaking of the devil, I'll have to call that guy later. <laughs> Uh, that was Anthony. It's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I'm gonna have the front, like the album front to back, minus the outro because it's a 10 minute yeah. outro. You know what I mean? Well, I guess the question of the outro in a minute, but yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, and I, I have a ton of new 
uh, tracks that were already being completed when the album wasn't even done yet. Okay. So there's going to be new songs that I'm going to be playing live at the show, which is going to be great. Um, yeah, opening acts are going to be dope. People that cats you've never seen, cool. that completely never seen. Cool, cool. That are going to make you guys feel even older. But I hope, <laughs> it, I hope it's, you know what I mean? Word, but word, yeah, word. it's going to be it's going to be super dope. And yeah, February 10th, that's cool, going to be the cool, day. Cool. Have you done a lot of solo shows? I haven't. To be honest, it's, it's, it's like, I, I usually get, like, we always talk about this, like, 3P. We always get nervous before shows. I think everybody does. Yeah, right? everybody does. Yeah, it's a good sign if you still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I still, I, still, I still bug out a bit, and I, and, and I got to get shake the jitters. But, like, having to do a solo show, I've seen people do it. I've seen people be very successful with it, and yeah. that's awesome. I think for me, <laughs> just knowing that, like, like at the cavern, I forgot one of my verses and I freestyled. I was like, eh, you know, you kind of feel like you feel unsatisfied at that point. But uh, yeah, I just feel like doing a solo show, my first one, my solo album, I feel like this is kind of like the moment now I have to, you know, f be as focused as a three-peat show because yeah. I have so much more lyrics to remember. Yeah, yeah I guess But I yeah, it's like I, the first one and honestly, I've never... I've never said no to something, an opportunity or a challenge that's been put in front of me. You put something in front of me, I'll learn it. I'll do what I can to learn it. I'll do my best to figure it out. And I think to do a first show, it's like it's going to be nerve-wracking. But as soon as you hit the stage, everything just leaves your mind. So it's yeah. like, yeah. I think just right now, though, I'm like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. What do I do? You know. But, I mean, that's why you have the sports system and I have that. So Cool. Lucky to have that. But. Aside from the obvious difference, I mean, you're playing live three beat show, you got the other two guys on stage yep. with you. That's changed the dynamic Absolutely. for sure. But is there a kind of, do you think there's going to be a different vibe to how this is Oh, yeah. Play? Yeah. The way I have this planned out is. This, it, I mean, sonically, it's different. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. 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 The way, and I've explained this to Anthony when we were uh, talking about the planning for the, for the release. And um, yeah, this one's going to be very different. Everything about this show is very exclusive. So ticket sales, very exclusive. Even though the Goodwill can hold however yeah, much their capacity, is you if you don't have a ticket, you're not getting cool. it. You know what I mean? Uh, CDs are limited, and the CDs are being pressed. So like, there's only a limited copy of CDs. We're not doing the crazy run that we did for like three piece stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the whole idea about the show is just to make it as much of an experience as it is a show. So like, there's going to be different components to the show that are gonna be audience like uh, you know. Um, audience interactions okay, cool. and there's going to be more having to explain maybe a couple things before I play a song or you know uh, yeah there's a, I don't want to give too much away but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so like people I, should I, come down on February absolutely 10th. February 10th and I, I feel like that's the thing though too is just like shows nowadays are definitely more like to get the party going that's great time and place for that but I think for me again if you want to have a couple drinks this isn't a coffee house show but I mean like it's not your average hip hop show. I, yeah. I, I wanted to. I wanted to have people come in. If you didn't know what this was, you're leaving with an experience. If you know what it is and you take it in and you leave it, you're still leaving with an experience. Right. You know what I mean? And it's something different. I'm hoping just like, you know, me as an entity, like as an aura, can like make you not, like not just feel it's a hip hop show, but more it's like there's different aspects. Po poetry. There's like spoke. You know, like spoken word. Yeah. There's like. Uh, it's it's a hip hop show. It's a, almost like a movie. It's like all these different things that I think represent me and represent Alverstone. So it's like try to apply this into a show, 
make it an experience more there, than a hip hop show. Is there something that inspired that? Like, is there something, is anyone else doing something that kind of made you want to change the, the style of this stuff a bit or? No, I just think for me, it was like, everyone knows that a three-peat show, you're going to have a great time. You have so much fun at a three-piece show, and I think that's just hands down. You can't deny it. Like it's you'll well, have the energy, fun. Right? The energy, the energy yeah. yeah. When you have the three guys on stage, it's you're, you're you're having a blast. You're drinking and all of this stuff. But I think you know whoever's taking in the album will know that this isn't something that you're just like eh, you know having a blast. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, I think this is more like people will want to you know sit and really actually take it in as if they were taking in the album through their headphones or whatever, you know? Sure. But yeah, I, I felt like just me thinking about the show, I was like, you know what? Nothing really inspired it. I was just like, I just want to give people more than a hip hop show. Okay. You know? And something different to Winnipeg. Because like, again, anyone can put on a hip hop show. Anyone can be that, that MC on stage and give that type of show. For me, it's like, this is me on stage. When I'm off stage, it's still me right. off stage. Right. But like, at least when I'm on stage, I just don't want you to be like, I paid $10, had some drinks, had, watched you play, and I left. It was a great show. You know, and leave like, oh, it's a great show. It was really awesome, you know? And then I this, you another show. Yeah, at this, point, at this point, some feedback I got from certain shows, there were people who came up to me who were like, wow, like honestly, your lyrics... So like sat with me and cool. I'm speechless like things like that that's what made honestly was probably the inspiration behind this I just want people to leave not talking about it like oh I'm going on Facebook and yeah. putting a review out you know what I mean it's like no I, I wanted people to just be like hey like talk amongst yourselves and how you felt about it and like there you go like it's like a movie like yeah, oh yeah. what did you think about that part of that scene you know what I mean it's like and people can discuss and go back and forth have debates hate it love it I don't care you got respect for it that's all I really care about if you, and I think that's where again having that experience the energy needs to be reciprocated and I think when people see me on stage I'm not jumping around at this point it's me actually like focusing in on every try to focus in on every single person in the room and make you feel what I'm saying cool you know what I mean well something yeah. you said a few minutes ago about the uh Making it seem like like you're listening through headphones. Yeah, it almost sounds like you're trying to get um, kind of a communal experience of that, of like listening to taking the whole album in individually, but then with a group of other people doing the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like imagine everyone with everyone headphones, headphones at the show, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as bad as that, it's yeah. like no, yeah, you wouldn't actually do that. But, but yeah, that, that makes sense with kind of the vibe yeah. of the album, though. Like mm -hmm. you need a lot of it's personal. A lot of it is kind of longer form stories. Yeah, and things like that. So exactly. Sense, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just I feel like again, any MC could just be up there and rap their bars. And they're, they're they're probably fire. You got crazy punchlines. You yeah, know, like yeah, I know yeah. so many young cats in the scene right now that are killing it, and it's and they'll have a great they'll have a great experience doing a hip hop show, right? Like, but for me, it's like yeah, I'm really just trying to like tell you where I'm from or tell you how I feel or you know, and and I think like that's again like that's what kind of just like what I see lacks in music for me nowadays. That's why I can't listen to certain music nowadays. It's just and especially being in the hip hop genre, it's like. There's some hip hop, obviously we talked about this last yeah, time. We did. It's just like, it's hard to listen to. And again, it's having to be understanding of the, the sub genres of hip hop and like the, the certain music that's coming out. It's like to each their own. Right, who is aimed at, but the audience is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think though for people in Winnipeg, it's like, like you, you haven't heard someone local, I think, be able to, to provide that. Maybe, actually, no, I shouldn't say that, but I mean like, um, a lot of like friends that I know really like were adamant on me, you know, 
like or saying that like they they you you make me feel something when you rap like you make me feel emotion you make me right. you draw out these things that I'm thinking about and he's and and you know certain friends would be like you know I've been to this hip hop show and it was just like it was homie rapping on stage and it was dope beats were ill and blah 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 but like you know I took it in as it was a hip hop show and I think that's what I'm trying to say is not a lot of cats are just trying to you know be relatable or you know try to put out music that's making you feel something I think like that's where I just lost touch with a lot of music that's why I just, I just try not to listen to new music because it's just yeah no, it just doesn't sit with me as well as like growing up in that golden era absolutely yeah. and that, that's where I that's where I love to be that's where you know but like again you it's not that you can't find good music nowadays you can you can find all of that bundled up in a package and yeah, yeah. into, and a, into a, a good record. time for like almost all music that's come out now yeah like, absolutely yeah if I've got my brain turned off and I'm somewhere and they're playing something that I generally don't like doesn't mean I can't appreciate the mm. or, or, the, or the sound to it right? yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and again I think yeah <laughs> I, I think that's where you know for Winnipeg if you're really like invested into the local scene it's like you kind of know where you're situated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, sure, so you know sure. where you need to, you're out of bounds line, you know where your boundaries are, you know, like who you really like enjoy listening to. And everyone is like great at what they do here. I just think it's like, you know, to be in a city that's almost kind of like, I don't know, Winnipeg is like, it's like, oh, you're doing that? Yeah. Mm, well, let's see how good you are at that. If you're not, it's, it's, I'm, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I just feel like, you know, not judgy, but it's like, feel like people are just like oh you're, if you're doing that it better be like dope yeah otherwise yeah you know what i mean otherwise it's like maybe don't do that but i'm like <laughs> but it's like come on man like regardless i'm doing this regardless you know what i mean yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Conscious of my whereabouts Man's been airing out more of that nonsense Comparing how these previous artists are just embarrassed now But off record they speaking highly It's apparent now Materialist car, hard body They trying to wear me down From where I'm from to be honest This how it rarely sounds But let me take it back for a moment So y'all can hear me out I never lost the peace, homie, I just repaired the sound Move like Shinobi, through the shadows is where I'm found No need to talk about which up and coming, go wear the crown I'll just keep my head above water, prevent this air to drown Cause next to Pablo, my engineer been Gustavo Last girl, mulatto, real super bad supermodel I'm hollow, hollow to all that follow Your man's just getting started, still the beginning for me Hence why I rep the hardest They never said it'd be easy to push yourself the farthest Took some time off gathering produce from my mental harvest A playmaker, the draft pick I'm where the guard is I've been in charge, shit, I'm far from harmless Set your feet, cause if these referees ain't called the charges Your whole team gon' suffer and that's worthy your conscience Holy Toledo, I'm Don Vito, sipping Modelo This ain't Nuevo, this rap shit considered my MO Pushing the Acura, baby, you can forget that rental I'm Coriander, Lemon, Verbena, a dash of lentil Y'all been walking on thin ice I'm chefing like Morimoto The knife is a thin slice, motherfucker. I've been nice they discontinued the copper, the silver lifts right Next to the gold, these lyrical slugs catch your chin right Don't get it twisted, I've always kept keeping on 
They fell victim to death's cousin kept sleeping on Too hard for me to stop representing from where I'm from I'm done staying quiet, motherfucker. Comparing's done Do you think that there's maybe other genres of music that are doing kind of the experience thing that you're describing better than hip hop? Because I mean, like like you said, this is not what people typically expect from a hip hop show. Right. Um, like, have you seen this elsewhere? A similar kind of uh, kind of all encompassing experience versus just songs on stage, leave stage, so done. Mm, yeah. Um, I can't put my finger on anything right now, but like something close to like that certain type of experience. If you know, like an artist named Maggie Rogers. Uh, there's a video, she's a newer artist, she's, I'm pretty sure she's like around the same age as me, but um, she's, a, she's a new artist that's out. She actually has a video with, uh, she's in the studio, she went to some music school, um, I don't know where, uh, but uh, she went to a music school and Pharrell was in the video. I've seen the video, yeah. yeah. So that girl, Maggie about, Rogers, yeah, yeah. so she, I, it's like kind of folk pop music. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think in that moment, in that video where they're kind of playing it to the classroom. Yeah. I think that was kind of a similar moment where it was like just to feel experience and like yeah. hearing her lyrics it was like I think like you know folk music or like that that whatever you call that genre of music yeah. I actually like to be honest like I listen to that more frequently than I listen to like newer hip hop music but I mean Maggie Rogers is one out of however many thousands of people who are talented artists who are trying to put out that similar style totally, yeah. but like that's like you know if I can put it in like my show anywhere close to like a type of experience like that was like a moment for me seeing like Pharrell kind of being like holy fuck yeah you can see it on his face all the yeah time. like yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. is super dope you yeah. know what I mean and like he obviously felt something from that so and Pharrell's amazing he's one of the best producers artists in general in, in, yeah. in, in, in the hip hop community so it's like yeah I feel like again that one individual was able to give him that type of experience and so, like, if I could, if I could make people feel like that, right. you know what I mean, at, at the Goodwill, it's like, dope. Thank you. Or if like you can that. flip it and, and be the hip hop person doing that to a folk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, person, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I know Winnipeg, and like, I know Winnipeg is a strong uh, supporter of like folk music, and yeah, yeah well, you, you know, and like, definitely. and that's and that's where, for me, uh, you know, to get more in tune with Winnipeg and like the the roots of Winnipeg, it's like. I'm not trying to forcefully like folk music. Yeah. If it comes to me, then it's great. I'd never turn down a sound that I won't like, or that I like, you know right, what I mean? Course, and, it's, yeah. and it's like, I think it's great that we've played like a show like Rainbow Trout where there was folk, yeah. hip hop, yeah. indie. Yeah. There was all these different components. Rainbow Trout's always been really good for that. Super yeah. dope, yeah. I mean, and, like that, you guys are almost the Ottomans. Uh, yeah, the yeah, exactly. I felt like, I was like, oh shit, does anyone yeah. here even like so hip hop yeah, music? Yeah. Like DJs, and yeah, exactly. folk music, right? And then you get into indie in the afternoon. Exactly, yeah. and I think yeah. like, and I think that, the, honestly, that festival alone was really amazing for me because it, allowed me to leave the West End right. and everything that right. I know and be out there more and be like, wow, like there's actually so many talented people here. Yeah. And they're not just like for me, per Filipino kids from the West End and the North End who are trying to make rap music. You know, I was like, oh shit, there's actually so many more artists out here that I don't know because I've never reached that that uh, you know, genre. I haven't reached those shows before. So yeah, man, it's like I hope that that's what my show does is allows other people who are in other genres of music like and like that's what's great about the goodwill and other venues that we've played i think like our cult following is so diverse and it's great because 3p is 
so diverse. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know what I mean? So, away, yeah. yeah, it's just like, I think you draw in just so many different types of people and they just enjoy it. And I, and I honestly, that's how I hope, you know, people will, will be, have a little bit better of an understanding as to a Filipino kid from the West End, you know, growing up. And it's not just Filipino people like, oh yeah, we totally know Ed yeah, yeah, and like yeah. understand. Big community in the in Massive Winnipeg, community. right? Massive community. Shout out to Jollibee's. That I haven't been. Yeah. Well, every, yeah. Every time we maybe, have, every time we've had a Filipino artist on the show, they talk about Jollibee's. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yo, I ha- I've only been when I was out in the Philippines. I haven't been here. It's too crazy. It's it's still it's, fucking it's still scary. fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. No more Jollibee talk. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll be the first Filipino to dead it right away. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, and I, and like I just want other people to you know, feel that there is dope hip hop music that you can appreciate. And if you're from folk and can't stand trap music, don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> you're not getting that. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, just so other people that are in other, like, you know, genres of music can like rock with it. Well, I think that's how that has to happen. It, yeah. Like, there has to be some kind of entry point, right? So, Absolutely. I mean, whether it's like Pharrell hearing that folk singer and like brain explodes. Yeah. And I want to hear more of this shit. Then, or someone hearing you and all of a sudden like, hey, wait, this is not what I thought hip hop was. Right? For like, sure. So, yeah, for sure. Because it's very easy, we probably talked about this in the last time you were on the show, but it's very easy now, especially the internet, for people to just stay strictly within... Whatever like, they're This is their comfort zone. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I listen to really excessive amounts of reggae and dancehall. It would be very easy for me to just be, that's it. Oh, yeah. I, I do that sometimes where I'd be like, three months straight, I haven't listened to anything that's not... You know? Yeah. But then it's like, wait, this is ridiculous. I have a massive record collection of other stuff, too, that yeah. like, I should be checking out because I like this also. And I'd like, get away from this for a bit. Of <laughs> course, yeah. 100%. It's hard though because you can you can just stay, stay there. It's, it's so easy now because everything's just can be tailored to your own specific interests. Exactly, and like there's just so much music yeah. being put out. Like there's so much music, and it's like it's almost so overwhelming that like again, that's why I just like buried myself in the box. I was like, egg, don't listen to any new music, yeah. or don't try to find new music, or don't you know, don't go to where like, and I don't have like you know the Instagram and and Twitter and stuff, and like it's like you know Facebook only shows me so much. Yeah, but like it's like yo, I just don't want to know about this because it just really doesn't. And what is it doing for me? You know what right. I mean? Like at the end of the day, like if I know about this artist, it's not helping my music. It's like I need to bury myself in the box and really try to put out something that's me. And the more I stay right. away from listening to new music, as sick as I am of hearing my own shit, you know what I mean? It's like I have to do it, and I I know that this is what I'm curating and this is what I'm putting out. So. Like, right, I guess you want the most honest representation of what you're doing. Exactly. It's not you're influenced by, oh, this is popular now. I guess I gotta. I gotta go with this people. route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think that's again a lot of a lot of uh, you know a lot of people who had given me feedback were just saying like, yeah, you know what? I think like you just have this style and it's you. It represents you and like, again, from the beats to the lyrics and uh, and that's honestly I I'm speechless half the time. And people are like, why? Why you? Why can't you like express what how you like feel about the album? I was like, man, I'm still trying to take this all in. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah. so new to me, and like, and, and to and to do that, it's like, you know, I've learned to say thank you and just kind of cut it there. Yeah. Well, like, because I'm very appreciative. I'm very very appreciative when people give me feedback. Like any type of criticism is great. Yeah. But like it, you know, to hear that stuff, I'm still so speechless because it's like, I'm still wondering if what it did for me you know what i mean right. so it's like to hear people like really give you know positive feedback it's like i think people were just um happy that like yeah it wasn't something that they knew or you know yeah. i got some stuff where it's like oh it reminded me of this or reminded me of this but it's like they were like all in all it sounded like winnipeg and when i heard that that was one one you know thing that i had heard from someone that was just like 
sounds like Winnipeg. Yeah. And I was like, and that's kind of awesome. Goes to what you were doing with the exactly. whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, and yeah. I guess like whenever you put any kind of art out there, I mean, this goes for your stuff with the visual art and everything too, right? Like, people will as soon as it's out there, people it's uh, people can do whatever they want with it. Like they can interpret however they want. Mm-hmm. It's not yours anymore. It's yours, but it's like it's out in the public and. Yeah. Someone's view on it is going to be totally different than what you intended, and mm-hmm. that's cool too, right? Absolutely, and then, and yeah, I said it on um, the on Anthony's podcast on Now You Know. I wanted people to feel like just as much ownership to this album as me. Like I was the one who made it, yeah. but like I wanted people to hold on to this album like that. Like this is as much as yours as it is mine because of the stories, you know, and and the beats and everything. Like I just wanted people to be able to feel like they owned a little bit of Winnipeg more closer to them you know and, and something that like, in the physical when it comes out like you know have something that's like once you pop this in your car it's like again it's like yeah that's a representation of of a city and like everything that i that i know growing up in the city and so it's like yeah i feel i feel good about it i feel good that uh you know people were just rocking with it in general so yeah cool yeah what was the reason for the 10 minute thank you track at the end because you basically thank everyone you know, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there were so many more, man. It would have been like 20 minutes. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, usually people do it on the liner notes or whatever or on the website or something, but that's specifically making the album end with the spoken... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I had to do it. I had to do it, honestly, because I think there was just a lot that I have felt that I had to express um, not in rap form. So, like, uh, Clement was... was uh, was uh, telling me that it, he calls it the last call joint, like from Kanye's college dropout. He called it the last call joint. And because Kanye goes off for so long on, on college dropout at the end, he just talks about his, his life and stuff. But the 10 minute outro, I think, was necessary because I think, like, what I'm, not just to thank everyone, but I think, like, one of the main things was for me to allow me to talk about, like, my family and, like, my situation with my family. And I mean, like, not to get too into it, but, like, you know, everyone has personal issues with their not just their family or friends and just yeah, themselves yeah. even and, and whatever it is but I think it was just a moment for me to just like like you know I don't have the best relationship with all my fa- like my each family member but like the one that I like cater to the most and try to work on the most is the one with my mom like my mom my me and my mom's relationship like it's gotten so much better over the years but I felt like the ending was a thank you to everyone who was obviously involved with the album, but like, yeah, it gave me an opportunity. It gave me a window to just be like, look, like, mom, like this, there's a reason it dropped on your birthday. There's a reason I had all of this planned out. And there's a reason why that window, that was that opportunity for me to uh, to speak to her without right. actually her being there. Right. But yeah, it was like, um, yeah, it was just a moment for me to talk about my mom. And I think like that was, again, you hear her a lot in the album. So like, it was my chance to just be like, thank you for everything. Cool. You know? so, Do you yeah. think that even though it's not wrapped, that it's easier for you to express that in spoken rather than... Oh, yeah. It was so tough, man. Like, sitting in front of the microphone and you're just like... It's it, not that it's like... Ro- not that it's robotic or like fake. It's yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. But you have... Like, I had a couple notes jotted down and I would like gl- glance at it and then like just tried my best to talk. But like, you hear me on the outro, I say man about like 50 <laughs> times. There were so many ums oh, yeah. that we had to edit out all the ums. Obviously, it's just like, I mean, even in the beginning, I'm like, I know you told me not to say um, but like, I can't help it. You know what I mean? Because you're just trying to find, you're just trying to find what you want to say. Yeah, and it's hard to, you know, again, for me, I'm so scatterbrained. Like, it's so hard for me to express myself. But I just knew like during that 10 minutes, I was just like, okay, I just need to get at everyone I need to get at. 
but I know that the end was so so important for me. And I think you can kind of tell from the beginning to the end, you just hear how much more I got comfortable. And I think that's beautiful. It's a representation of me kind of being unsure about something at first, yeah. but then as soon as the comfortability sets in, it takes me a minute. You know, it takes me a while even. Like, and when I say a minute, it takes me a while. You know what I mean? So like to be comfortable, by the end of it, you really hear me kind of just being like, great, I'm really comfortable in front of the mic. I've always been comfortable in front of a microphone. So like, yeah, I just felt uh, at that point, it was though very difficult though to do it in not in rap form. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it was, yeah, it came out, it came out of me. Do you think the album is best listened to as one entire piece? Or like, you know, a lot of people, especially nowadays, are making music for singles only. I mean, the goal is to have a single, but this seems more like a, a cohesive kind of, yeah, you know, one singular. Yeah, cohesive was one of the <laughs> main words that I think a lot of people used to explain the album. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like this is an album you can listen to front to back. And that was something like, um, you know, I'll name drop right now. Shout out to Feta, but Charlie Feta was one of those dudes who, who had messaged me and was like, yo, front to back, there was not a single track I, I could skip. Yeah. And I was like, beautiful. That's amazing. And then, you know, more, more uh, people in the scene were just like, yo, front to back, this was amazing. So I, I, I'm assuming a lot of people had taken this in as one whole project. That's how I listened to it. Yeah, so yeah, and I think what's even, what, what made it even like easier to listen to was because it wasn't a 45 minute album. It, right. wa it was a 37 minute and like 40 seconds or something <laughs> like that. But it was like, it was- And 10 it, of that is the last track, right? Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. and 10 minutes of that is the end. But like, I gave just enough to every song that like you can listen to it front to back and if you had a favorite it may have been like east ocean too short but everyone like was like why don't you make a second verse right. and i was like because the whole point was it to make you play it back right. over and over yeah exactly and like lost in the holdup it's like not that long of a song but you you like oh what, i wish that song was longer right. well yeah listen to it again listen to it again <laughs> yeah. exactly and so like that's what made it a lot easier for people to listen to it front to back and you can constantly keep hearing it front to back if you have a workout get it through your workout right um, you're driving yeah you're driving you have a 30 whatever if you're going from the maples to transcona you can get through the album yeah. you know Most like gonna take 30 minutes exactly yeah. exactly yeah. especially if you're getting from end to end exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. so yeah i feel like that's where i formulated the perfect time to the whole album okay. and also like just like i really made sure that you know every song i, I wasn't just like oh the song's good it's done yeah. next one like you know i made sure that like anthony had faded out a certain part in order for it to end at like a better time okay. than like four minutes but like you know like still moving is the longest track on the album and i wanted it to be because there were parts of that beat that i i had produced that it was like i needed this break to kind of give more um emphasis to the song you know and like but in terms of like yeah like front to back listening to it i think it's just like again i give you it's like it's almost like oh it's done already right and then it's like okay Start you know again. run it back you know and like i'm glad that that worked out that way if i gave a two like a little less or a little more i don't think it would have been the same so yeah i think again i let the universe kind of take over for me at that point and everyone was just i think there's people who are upset because it wasn't long enough, but there's people who are happy because it was perfect. Yeah, the time but then it's like, there. they weren't upset because it was just too short. They were just upset because they were like, man, I got to keep running it back. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, it's a good problem, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, okay, so where, uh, you want to remind people again about the show that's happening in February? February 10th. Yeah, February 10th, um, The Goodwill. Again, more info will follow okay. uh, in these next couple weeks.
And the album is currently available digitally. Yeah, digitally. Uh, it's on uh, Bandcamp and SoundCloud. You can find it under Egonomics. It's E double G N M X. Um, yeah, and that's on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. It's actually up on YouTube now as well. Cool. So if you search uh, Economics on uh, YouTube, I guess with Alverstone. Alverstone, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you'll find the album on there as well. Hard covers are hardcover copies are being pressed as we speak. So um, we'll get those in probably by the end of this month. Cool, cool. And uh, they'll be ready for sale uh, at the show. Cool. So, yeah. Is there anything repeat related happening in the near future as well? Uh, yeah, I think there's a couple shows. I know Anthony's going to kill me because I don't know any of them, but uh, <laughs> I just show up. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we all say. Like, we just show up. Yeah. Uh, but no, I know one of the shows, I think coming up, there's one that's, uh, I know Big Fun is coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So big, right? yeah, big Fun. And I know there's another one where we're driving out to Falcon Lake. Oh, nice. And it's a festival. Is that the ski resort or whatever? Oh, I think so. That's with Synonym, right? It's with Synonym, yeah. Oh, so Chloe. I don't know what it's called. I don't, and Chloe. Wait, 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 what's the best way to find out about that? Is there like a 3P website or something? Uh, I think, yeah. I, no, I think you can go on the 3P page and I'm pretty sure, again, <laughs> Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to kill me, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just search 3P yeah, on no, Facebook cool. and I'm sure you can find all cool, of Cool, cool. Okay, and if people like the show, uh, you know, tune into uh, any of the past episodes. They're all online. This is episode 200 and something. Uh, you were actually on 200, so this yeah. is, it's been a, like a few months since then. So yeah, we're in the 200 teens, I guess, right now. But they're all available going back to the first one, which is garbage. But, you know, there's some good ones in between. <laughs> so you can go to witchpolice.com. Um, check those out. You can also tune in to UMFM on um, Sunday nights at midnight. And uh, those are older episodes that kind of get a second wind. So you can hear those again. Uh, if you missed in the first place, um, we also have a uh, Patreon page up now. We this show's been running since 2012 on a budget of zero dollars. Like we don't make any money off it. Mm-hmm. We can't really afford to do anything other than just go to people's houses and talk to them. Of course. So we're trying to encourage people if they like the show to you know you can donate like as little as a buck a month, and that goes towards us making a new website where it'll be easier to find people to find the episodes, more information on the artists, things like that. Dope. We want to make uh, maybe get better equipment. And we've had a few people so far uh, contributing, which is awesome. Like, and some of them I don't even know personally, which is really cool that people are listening. So, yeah. if you if you want to help out the show, I mean, there's no requirement. Obviously, the show is going to be free forever, anyway. But it's just like, hey, you want to throw like, a coin in the hat? Uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/WitchPolice. Uh, you can there's a bunch of options you can do there to help us out if you choose to, and hopefully people will do that. Uh, we also have two shows coming up. We do um, that are both kind of related. On January 29th, we're doing <laughs> our fourth big mix-up show at the Park Theater. And uh, people who have heard the show before are probably familiar with the concept, but basically it's um, 12 to 15 local musicians, all different genres, all different instruments. We throw their names in the hat, form random bands with them, and they play whatever the audience yells at them. So yeah. the audience will yell at a genre of music and uh, a theme word, and that band will have to put that together. This one's a little different because it's our all-star mix-up, so we have people from all of the past three shows. We've had three totally different bands each time. And this is like kind of an amalgamation of people from all those shows together that we kind of handpicked thinking they'd probably work well together. So it's again, it's like random genres, pretty crazy variety of instruments and then vocalists, but we're throwing them together to, to do this. And to preview that on January 22nd, which is a week before, uh, we're doing a show with uh, the Village Idiots. Who, yes. uh, have you heard of the Village Idiots? I have not. They, uh, you should, should check them out actually. They um, they, they, they live stream shows uh, on Facebook Live from, the, they live in the Roslyn, you know the Roslyn, Roslyn yeah, Village? Yeah, yeah. And they have this massive big loft kind of apartment and with a big mural painted on the wall and they live stream live concerts from their apartment. And so they have every week on Wednesdays they have uh, on Facebook Live like a full set 
by a local artist. We're doing a show with them to promote the big mix-up. Yeah. And it's going to be on the Sunday the 22nd, and we're getting about five or six people from our all-star band are going to go there, and they're going to take requests of genre and theme word from the internet. So this people, time from weirdos on the internet. People can yeah. watch from home, Whoa. and they'll be like, you know, a sax player, a guitarist, a banjo player, whatever, and they can say, I want to hear a disco song about... TVs or whatever, and then they're gonna do it. Like you just type it in. So that's crazy. Hopefully we we'll get a lot of people. Yeah, it's crazy. It's totally <laughs> nuts. Yeah, and it'll be live streaming, so it's okay. Hopefully, uh, we get people doing that, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for both those shows. Yeah, it'll be good. It's gonna be a good month. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Awesome. So yeah, thanks yeah. for uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, and, of uh, course. Yeah, people yeah. should definitely check out the album. We'll throw a link to it on uh, the Witch Blue site as well. And Dope. People can check it out there. Thank you so much. When it does right, it's normal minus 40 when the cold nights Manila pouring Hennessy, clear glass over cold ice Still push the Acura, but Sundays in a Rolls Royce Monte Cristos on the balcony till it's a no choice Alvin Stone with renovations for my mom and them Death before dishonor, man, that's what I put my honor in No surprises when I tell you that the West don't gotta end Story of my life and I promise you'll all be proud of it Puss ain't been up in the crib, that's my Korean brother Came from nothing and that's word of the convenience gutter Copper condo off Portage Avenue in Quezon City Gather my peoples and every single investment with me No more dining through a five block radius Fat tipping the waitress's bank account looking spacious Make sure I set a Valentino as my private chef Give all I got into this shit until there's nothing left Yo, when the dough's right, it's only nice Cause we be used to grimy shit Hit the stage, split the profit up with my conglomerate It's obvious, the tube got me feeding for lavishness But patterns got me in the same place that I landed in No more worries about the next checks Sneakers get wet, just throw them out and rock the next set Enemies vexed, but it's coming with the territory Forget the glory, only need a pen and pad for me to tell my story From the rocks, block, center of the city Hospital sirens been lullabies since a young shorty Ain't trying to be Broke by the age of 40 Or even worse, dead But I know my songs will tell them for me It seems like when the dough's right The flows might not even matter So I link with Raffalino And now the mold gon' shatter And the pressure's getting kinda thick Fourth quarter coming pretty quick When the dough's right When the dough's right When the dough's right Ain't gotta worry about the coin I build. Tony got the safe lock. No more need to withdraw any money out the safe spot in case ops pull up to the joint. We got this place hot. Rest assured, not one homie out to bust the waist chop. The other day, my man's man said he had his case dropped. Gambling ain't an issue when you got more than what Ace got. Out the casino when I'm paid in full. Each a band of flavorful and been making moves like every day or two. Wasn't designed to fade or made to lose. Cause when the dough's right, my fam won't have to feel like they're in cages too. No, it ain't all about the paper chase. But I've been working just like you that far out to get this paper too. By any means necessary, I'll take my shot at this. Got my hands full, I guarantee you'll see a lot of it. To be honest, if I'm aiming more than to be dollar rich, got guap, so all I really need is more karma shit.